Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Christian Basil and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is called to more. This Lent find guidance and hope in the example of Christ as we are led toward the ultimate hope of the resurrection. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Come, let us adore him. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 27 through 33. Again they came to Jerusalem. As he was walking in the temple, the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders came to him and said, By what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority to do them? Jesus said to them, I will ask you one question. Answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it of human origin? Answer me. They argued with one another. If we say from heaven, he will say, Why then did you not believe him? But shall we say of human origin? They were afraid of the crowd, for all regarded John as truly a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We do not know. And Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. Here ends the reading. Authority is always a touchy subject. Many of us like to be in charge, but so few of us really are in charge. And the reality is, there's always someone else above you. The chief priests, scribes, and elders have a hard time with this. They're the ones in charge in Jerusalem. This is their territory. And we see them being threatened here. They essentially walk up to Jesus, who has been healing and teaching, and say, Who the heck are you? Why do you get the authority to do all of these things? And Jesus asks them a question they clearly know the answer to. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it from human origin? Isn't it interesting that they know the answer is either from heaven or from human origin? It's in the question. But they argue about it. And instead of taking a stand one way or another, they go with the safest possible answer. We do not know. How often do we try and come up with the most acceptable answer? Years ago, when I was working as a state trooper in South Carolina, one of my primary goals, of course, was naturally to stop people who were speeding. And I always got a wide range of excuses, from trying to make it to the bathroom, to some emergency that could curiously never be named, to very creative responses, like trying to get away from a UFO. There was typically always an excuse. But I noticed something whenever I would ask people, do you know how fast you were going? The person would look away and look right at their speedometer and spend a few seconds. And I realized that they were trying to come up with an acceptable speed. They knew very well that they were going 20 miles over the speed limit. But maybe if they said something around 10 miles over, it would be okay. Well, it wasn't okay. And that was usually my benchmark, whether someone would get a ticket. Because people that were honest would just tell me exactly how fast they were going. They knew. 
and it makes me wonder, what if the chief priests and scribes and elders were honest? How would Jesus respond if they answered either from heaven or of human origin? Maybe they would have gotten a lecture or been told that they were right. Maybe things would have worked out differently. Who knows? And are we honest? When we stop to think about Jesus' authority, are we honest? Or do we try and say the acceptable thing? What would it be like instead if we gave room for our fears and doubts? Instead of just saying, well, this is all part of God's plan. What if you stopped and questioned it? Made it known to God that you have a doubt about something. That you don't understand the authority being exercised. That you don't understand your place within it. Notice how Jesus responds to the authorities in Jerusalem. Neither will I tell you by what authority I'm doing these things. They failed to take a risk. They did not open themselves up to any kind of answer, instead just shutting Jesus out, preserving their own authority, their own place. In taking the risk to be honest and open about whether we believe or understand something, we are opening ourselves up to Christ. Sure, Jesus might have told these leaders that they were wrong, but they would have had the opportunity to develop a better relationship. And yes, Jesus might tell you the same thing, that you're wrong, that you need to do something different, but that only brings you into a greater and fuller relationship with God. It opens you up to being formed, because you are not called to stay the same. You are called to more, to grow every second of your life, into what God has created you to be. And recognizing our fears and doubts might just be the first step. Luckily, Jesus doesn't hand out tickets, so there is never a bad time to lay down our doubts and fears and burdens at the feet of Jesus. It's honest, it's real, and the answer is always mercy. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O God, by the passion of your blessed Son, you made an instrument of shameful death to be for us the means of life. Grant us so to glory in the cross of Christ that we may gladly suffer shame and loss for the sake of your Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen.